Hi, I'm Brandon. And I'm Megan. For years, we were stuck in a rut, always complaining that nothing ever changed for us. And then we realized, if we wanted to improve our lives, we had to put in the work. Each week on this podcast, we'll get into an aspect of personal growth, relationships, or just life. Through our own experiences and guest interviews, we hope to inspire you to make your own positive changes. Welcome Welcome to to the the Fools in Love Podcast. Podcast. We are back. Welcome back, y'all. We are so happy you're here. We're so happy to be hanging out with you, and we can't wait to get into it today. And a lot of today's episode, we're going to be talking through a handful of things, but we're really going to be talking about reevaluating your vision and purpose. And it really, a lot of it stemmed from our conversation that we had just last week, where we were looking at our own life, our own mission, our own goals, and really feeling like We didn't know what direction to go. We were kind of waffling. And if you guys have listened to previous episodes, you know we talked about just coming out of a kind of a weird season where we've really just felt out of whack. We felt unsettled. And because we felt unsettled in our environment, as you know, environment's important. But as we felt unsettled in our environment, it really, we were unsettled in our own mind and our mindset was out of whack. We fed off each other. I know Meg will agree with this. And it kind of led to this place where we had this conversation, but we had such a great conversation. We're like, we have got to take this to the podcast because my guess is a lot of y'all are feeling this way or would potentially feel this way in the future where you just kind of feel like you're going through the motions, you're doing the steps, but then ultimately, what is the goal? What are you trying to do? What are you trying to accomplish? And if you don't really sit down and, and, write it down, think about it, talk about it, put it in your mind, you're constantly going to feel like you're just chasing after a ghost, like chasing after nothing. Like you're not ever going to feel like you're planting your feet, making a real difference and doing what you're meant to do. So I can't wait to get into this today. You know, it's really funny because we are so into preaching at everybody about, you know, as far as relationships go, like, yeah, check in with your partner, you know, do these do these monthly check-ins, check in every week, you know, write all the notes, do all the things. And like, we truly believe that, we truly live that. And we are just very like communicative inside of our relationship. So you would think that naturally that would fall into this conversation. But for whatever reason, it's like we just forgot. Like our minds just did not realize that like, hey, maybe you should also have a discussion about bigger things like the life mission, the goals, everything you're doing outside of just your relationship. And neither one of us had really thought of it until the day that we ended up at Mellow Mushroom. Like Brandon was saying, we had this conversation and it was just like both of us had been feeling so bizarre and neither one of us really wanted to dive into that and I don't know why but we just hadn't so when we finally did it was like oh my gosh I can't believe that you're actually feeling like this too because I've had all these thoughts and I just didn't want to say and that's just so not who we usually are that I was kind of just baffled by it like what are we even talking about like why didn't we open our mouths sooner but anyway yeah well I I mean I just want to touch on that because you said like well we didn't realize, but I mean, I would, I'd honestly disagree a little bit because I realized I just didn't want to talk about it because I was already in a place where I just to be frank, wanted to keep my head above water. So I didn't want to throw additional, you know, tide and additional waves on myself when I already felt like I was just trying to 
keep my head level and be able to even move forward a step, even a little step. And so I didn't want to bring more drama, more activity, more conversations because (laughs) frankly, I felt like I was talked out. Okay, so we were ignoring the problem and totally in denial over the whole thing. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, got it. But I think it's important too because like I think you even you would say that too. I mean, when you're when you're thinking about a lot of these things, they're just easy to ignore. I mean, we've mm-hmm. talked about that before. They're so easy to ignore, to just be like, well, it's just the season we're in. It's just the, you know, what part of life we're in. It's just, you know, you're out of whack. I'm out of whack, you know, whatever, you know, there's there's crazy stuff going on in our country. There's crazy stuff going on in our families. Whatever it is that you fill it in with, I mean, the the fact is, it's really easy to get comfortable in the discomfort and then just ignore any issues because, frankly, you just don't want to start peeling the onion. You don't want to start going into any kind of discovery, but then it just gets bigger. And like you said, we know that. We know that from ignoring issues in our relationship before. We know that from ignoring issues in other jobs before or whatever. We we always know that we've done that by ignoring it. It doesn't make the problem go away. And it was it was refreshing to hear that you were feeling the same way as me. I mean, and a lot of that is what we're going to get into today, but I think one of the things that sticks out for me is an article that we both saw recently, and I think it was in the New York Times where it talked about kind of the time we're living in, the environment we're living in, everything we're living in, all the different crazy aspects of what every single person listening to this right now is dealing with in this global pandemic, social unrest, crazy politicians, all all these things. And it's really this idea of languishing. That was the word. Yeah, I think your mom posted that to Facebook. So thanks, mama. (laughs) Exactly. Yes, thanks, mom. But it was like languishing and it's really just... Not feeling depressed, not feeling like you're really having a problem, but you're constantly just feeling like you're heavy. Like you just, it's, you're not unable to go take on the day. You're still able to get up. You don't feel like miserable. Like I don't want to do anything. I don't want to step forward, but it just feels a little heavy. Like you just, you can do it. You're You're not not really motivated to do it. Yeah. You're not thriving at all. You're just kind of there. You're existing. And I think if we're being honest, a lot of us for at least the last year, if not the last, you know, little over a year have really been just surviving and living. And so when you're in a place like that, it's really important. And we touched on this, I think last week in the episode, maybe two weeks ago, how your values come into this, but your vision, your purpose, your mission in life, it all affects how you're going to be feeling because really what you're trying to do is get past the feeling you're having in the moment and understand that there's something bigger and greater that you're striving toward. But if you lose focus or you don't have focus of what you're trying to see, then it's going to be really hard to find any motivation to really carry on past just surviving. Yeah. So I think that really one of like the key points here in today's discussion is just that really as we grow and change, It's not only natural, but it's totally okay for our personal visions and for our purpose and our lives to change with us. Like, I think we need to acknowledge that right now, that just because your vision was different before doesn't mean it should, it's bad now. It doesn't mean anything about what it was before. You can always grow and change as your life and as the things around you move. Everything is fluid. So it's just really important to note that just because you once saw something one way doesn't mean you can't now change it and have different thoughts and opinions on where you want your life to go from here. 
Right. And I'm glad you said that too, because when we talk about change, a lot of us go to a place of like negativity, like we're changing, things are different. You know, we have to do this different because it just didn't work before, or we didn't like our lives before, or we, you know, we're, we're changing so much because that just wasn't a good part of our life. And like you just said, that's not really what you're saying. What you're saying is you just, you, you want a little bit more than what that was. That doesn't like make that form of you worse. It doesn't make that vision of whatever you had before for your life worse. No, we're all fluid. Like Meg said, we're all human beings and naturally our situations, and our environments are going to change. And so our vision in our future might change. But a lot of times, especially from other people, they can look at it as like, oh, well, I'm not good enough for you anymore because you have to go out and make other friends that are doing this entrepreneurial thing or oh, you know, your life was so bad when you grew up and now you have to go like do something different. And that's not really what it's about. Throughout this whole journey, you don't ever forget where you came from. Matter of fact, you know, that was like your foundation for getting there. But like you said, I mean, that's, that's important to know. And I, and I think it's important to know that it's not, it doesn't have to be from a negative place. No. Sometimes you could just want to improve and you should, by the way, want just, to improve. We're just different. Maybe it's, maybe it's totally linear. Maybe there's no improvement or, you know, level down from that. Maybe it's just simply a change in direction. Maybe it has nothing to do with anything. Maybe you're not leveling up or down, but I think that one of the key factors of that really prompted us to start talking about you know the reevaluation period of where we're at in our lives right now is just that we had started to feel sort of blah about everything like we were once super super energized about everything and when it came down to it we were like well both both of us recently are kind of just feeling nothing toward it like if your emotions change really drastically towards something like that could be one of the reasons that you might want to think about reevaluating and just kind of reassessing everything because what used to energize you becoming something that you could care less about is a really big indicator. At least it was for us. Mm -hmm. Well, I think it's important too, if you don't mind, I just want to break down like when we're talking about, we're throwing out a lot of words here. And so for the audience, understand this might be new to you. You might have been like, well, I think mission and vision and you know, your goals and your purpose and your why and all, they all kind of like they're all the same, you know, they can all kind of mean the same thing. And so I want to break down kind of our feeling on mission, purpose, and vision, just so you have an idea when we're touching on it again throughout this conversation, what we're talking about. So like really at its core, the mission is just what you do, like what you are actually doing. And then your purpose is why are you doing that thing? So you figure out your mission, what you're doing, your purpose is why are you doing that thing? And then your vision is what's the what's the final frontier like where are you going to what are you doing this mission and vision and purpose for it's to get to this final vision of where you want to be and that's really important because like you said when your mission or your purpose when you're tweaking that your vision's naturally going to change because then that's not really what you're aiming for anymore and that's where we were and that's where we're at currently right now we're in the process of digging up this and figuring out why it's so hard for us to get back re-engaged because the reality for us is we moved, we took a break. And in that break of time, we really went lax on a lot of our things that we know are good for us. And then we didn't really want to re-engage. Well, if you don't want to re-engage, why don't you want to re-engage? Like if you're, if your mission is not something that you're passionate about, that 
that sets your heart on fire, then what are you doing? Like that can't be. And I know a lot of us get stuck in just circumstances of life or, you know, being a mom or dad or like being in a certain job or role in corporate or whatever it is. And you think that's just you and somewhere along the way it gets lost and you're like, this isn't me. And I don't really know who I am. And these are natural questions. They're big questions, but they're questions you want to ask because you're like, who I, who am I today? And then it's, is that the person I want to be in five years and 10 years? That's the person I want to be in a year. Or do I want something more? And then if I do want something more in that vision, then how do I get there? But you should never be in a place where you don't even know why you're doing the thing and you don't know where you're going and you're kind of waffling in life because you're never going to be motivated to do anything in those situations because we're really big on motivation and it's great. It's great when everything's going really well, but motivation is fleeting. (laughs) when things fall in your way and you're doing things that are stressful, you're doing things that don't bring you joy, you're not going to be motivated to take them on. And so that's a lot of the questions we were asking here. Oh, absolutely. I think that another thing that kind of made us pause and want to take some time to reflect and figure out what's next for us is just that maybe some of our values have changed over the few months, past few months, like things have been different for us. And we're in a spot now where we're like, have our, have our values changed? Has anything updated, changed, removed? Like, do we need to revisit this for for some time just to see if we're even on the right track? And so I think that that could be another like key indicator that it's time to pop in and take a look at what's going on. And that could be, by the way, for not only your personal life, but if you're an entrepreneur, that could also be for your company's life too. That's very, very important that you keep a pulse on both your personal and your business if that applies to you. Right. And I think in this world of like comparison to like the entrepreneurial life you mentioned, just people in relationships, everything we do, we look at other people and we kind of put ourselves up against other people. But then you find yourself, at least I do, reaching for things that are beyond your values. Like they're things that you don't actually want. And so your values are really important because they're, I've, they're your North Star. They're where you want to go. They're, 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 should be the common denominator in every decision that you make. So if you don't have a clear vision of what that is, then you're not going to know that you're even living in the way you're supposed to be living on any given day, in any given situation, in any given decision that you make. Because you have nothing to look back and compare to to say, is this the Brandon I want to be? Am I falling in line with that person? If I don't know what my values are, if I don't know what my vision is for the future... There's no way for me to really know that I am going to get to that place because chances are you're probably not. And I think about like, as I was just talking, like the analogy for me is you're driving to a destination, but you have no directions. You just have a point on the map somewhere out there, but you don't even know really where that point is. And you're driving without directions. What do you think the likelihood is that you're ever going to get there? (laughs) You're not. I mean, you're not. And a lot of us live life that way. We don't have anything. We don't have any, there's no landmarks. There's nothing along the way to tell you that you're going in the right direction. And if you find yourself feeling like that might not be the case for you, like Meg said, I mean, the values are a really good place to go. And if you've never written down your values, if you've never dug into that, we invite you to do that. And if you have questions about how to do that, you can always reach out to us as well. Okay. So the other, just real quick, I wanted to just say that If you can't see that future you that you once imagined, 
and that person now has different priorities, then that could mean that that future you is no longer in alignment with who you currently want to be. So just be really careful of like that alignment piece as you're reevaluating everything because that alignment, like like you were talking about, B, is so important that your values align with what you're actually doing and that it all makes sense to go to the bigger vision. Yeah, and I hear that word a lot, that alignment word. And each of these pieces are important for you to feel like you're balanced on your scale and you're going to be aligned in your life. And every time in my life where I've kind of felt like I was off balance, like I didn't really know what to do, where I was depressed, where I did have things in my life that were hard, where I was asking bigger questions that I didn't know the answer to, I always had to come back to why, why am I doing it? Why am I here? Those were big questions I asked myself. Why am I doing the things that I do? Do I do them because I want to do them or do I do that because I'm expected to do them? Or do I just do them to do them without any thought about it? And with each of those questions, when I ask myself that, I usually find that there's way more to dig out and and go into. So if you find yourself at that starting point, understand it, it might be a long road and it might be a long journey, but you're on the right path. You're just scratching the surface to how you can be to be better and do better because you'll never feel like you're in alignment if you don't ask yourself the questions of what are you trying to align to? I love that you said that because that is exactly where I was hoping to go next because I think that it is so important in this process of really reevaluating your vision and your purpose to do that internal audit, I guess, of just your values, your desires, like what you currently believe in, what you currently think about the world. I think that it has to start internally before you can start doing anything externally. So just, you know, really understanding what you used to think and then pushing past that and saying, okay, is that still true for me right now? I think it has to start with the internal before you can ever really doing anything about writing things on paper and doing all the things that will change the trajectory of where you're heading now. Y'all write that down. I mean, my goodness, you have to take an internal look first because so many of us look at the external factors of what's going on, of what people are saying, of what the world is saying, of what our environment's saying, what our family's saying, whatever it is. And they're never taking an internal look to what the heck I want and what do I need to feel? Right. Or, sorry, I was so excited I had to jump in on you. (laughs) Oops. But, or not even external in that way, but maybe just external, like I'm going to do these things, but not have a good reason behind them. Like maybe it's not what other people think at all. Maybe it's just, I'm going to focus only on the external behaviors and hope that that changes the internal. And I mean, maybe it could, but wouldn't it mean be more meaningful and make more sense to just start at the internal and let that change the external? Yeah. And and I would venture to say, and I would love some disagreements out there if you feel this way, But if you're focusing on those external things and you haven't done that internal work, you're constantly setting yourself up for a life of misery because you're going to be chasing things and you don't even know why you're chasing them. You're going to be chasing things that you don't even understand why you even want them other than the fact that somebody else has them or someone else told you. And look, y'all, we're being shaped by popular culture every day. They're telling us what we want and what we need. But let me tell you, if internally you don't have that feeling for what you want, you're constantly going to set yourself up for a world of hurt and a world of loss because you're never going to understand why you're even chasing what you're chasing. Amen, brother. 
And I think that, so like for me, I've been really trying to do a way better job of this. And I know I fail all the time, but I've been trying to really do a way better job of just understanding and like concentrating on my emotions and feelings and moods of something that I'm doing. So like how I feel about when I'm doing this and how I feel about what I'm doing that, because I want to understand more of like what each thing makes me feel because I don't feel like I ever actually concentrate on that. I just do the task to do the task and I never am really attaching any sort of feeling or why behind it for many parts of my life. And I think that if you're really getting down into the deep soul of this conversation and you're really going to reevaluate all this stuff, you kind of have to know how things make you feel. And that sounds maybe really simple, but for me, it's certainly not because I just think I go on autopilot more, more often than I should. And so really understanding like, how does this make me feel is a really good place for me personally to begin. What do you, do you feel like that? Gosh. Yeah. You, I, this, I, I love this conversation. Sorry. I do. Um, but yeah, again, I think really finding what brings you joy is the best place to start. Like, what are the things that bring you joy? And if you're finding yourself in a place where you're not joyful at all, what were the things in the past that brought you joy? When you were a kid, what brought you joy? When you were in college, maybe what brought you joy? And why did that joy go away? Probably because those things you're not incorporating in your life anymore. Maybe you think they're immature. Maybe you think you should be bigger than that. Maybe you think you've grown out of it. But again, we go back to the external. Well, I can't be into this because... The outside world says I can't make any money doing that. So I have to sit here in this miserable job every day because this is what I'm supposed to do. And then I'm supposed to retire and then I'm supposed to die with no joy in in that equation at all. Mm -hmm. But if you go back to what brings you joy, but the only way you're going to know that is what you just said about what are the feelings you're having? Because if you're going to work every day and you're miserable and you don't feel one ounce of joy or you're doing hobbies every day and you don't feel one ounce of joy from them, there's a problem in that because your world is meant to be joyful. You're meant to be happy. You're meant to be built that way. You are not built to be miserable. You're not built. Sure, you're going to go through struggles. Yes, but that should not be your overall overarching theme of your life. The overarching theme of your life should be joy. But if you never know or have a hand on the pulse for what brings you joy in your life, How do you ever expect to find it? Yeah. Okay. So as you're talking, I'm just thinking through like this past weekend and this past weekend was literally nothing special. I can't even tell you why I thought it was a great weekend at this point. I don't know what we even did. I don't think we did much of anything, but what we did do is spend so much time like as a family outdoors and we just went on all these nice family walks and there's this horse down the road of where we're staying at our Airbnb and the kids love this horse and Brandon does too. And we're not going to, we're not going to lie. I do. (laughs) He's really into this horse. Okay. And I just think like, and there's a pond in our little rental neighborhood. So all the things. And I just have been feeling like so drawn to like being outside with my family. And I've just really found a lot of joy and a lot of appreciation in that. And so for me, it's like one of the small things that I know that I don't spend enough time of. So as I'm doing all this internal reflection, my goal is to feel like, figure out, not feel, to figure out how to bring more of that into our daily life so that I can continue to have those feelings, that enjoyment of my family. Because so often, you guys, so often, it's more of a chore for me than it should be. Like, I feel like I have to work super hard to enjoy a lot of my family time. And that's just because of who I am. Like, I'm built a little more anxious. I'm built a little more type A. It stresses me out when the house isn't clean. All these things that make me just kind of naturally want to go away 
from my family and just like get tasks done. But when I really concentrate on what's the most important and what brings me joy, it's them all day. And so the more I can find ways to do that, I think the more I'm going to find that I need to incorporate that into my bigger overall vision and goal. And what am I really doing this for? It's for them. And how do I get to spend more time with them? How do I get to do these things with them that I love? And that's where we're at in our life and where we're trying to figure out right now. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing. You said it too, because like one of our values is family. One of our values is freedom, which is why we do this entrepreneurial life, because we want the freedom to be able to spend that time with our family. Again, we know this because we've taken a look in the mirror. And one of the things is you have to be really hard with yourself. You have to look in the mirror, but you have to look in the mirror and talk to yourself honestly, just you, no one else first. You need to figure it out for you because we do a really good job at playing roles and wearing masks and talking to other people and being that person for other people that they expect us to be. But we get so good at doing that, that then we look in the mirror at ourselves and we tell ourselves the same lies and the same stuff. Mm -hmm. And we get no further because you have to look in the mirror, look directly into your own eyes and be honest with yourself about where you're at and where you want to be. Don't think about all the other factors that are going to get in the way of that vision and what you want to do. You can't. Right now, just sit with it. Where do you want to be? What do you want to do? And what is preventing you from getting there? And my guess is, if you're really honest with yourself, all those answers come right back to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Push away the money concerns. Push away what other people think. Push away your family not encouraging you. Push away. Push away all that crap for a second. And just figure out, like, if none of that existed, if none of that was a concern for you, then what? And that's your answer. That's how you take the honest look. You have to peel back that stuff because that's always going to be on the way. There's always going to be the, well, what would Brandon think if I really said that? Or, um, you know, what would what would my bank account look like if we did this? What would what happened if we fail? Would that be, would we, could we survive that financially? I don't know. Like all those things are going to pop up in your brain over and over. And you have to push those aside to get to the root really of what you're trying to accomplish, which is this reevaluation to figure out where you're going next. Right. And, and better than all that too, is what will happen if you don't do any of that? You'll be sitting there in the same miserable spot you are for the next 40, 50, 60 years of your life if you don't do that, if you don't explore it. A lot of times we can think about what would happen if, if, if I did it, but we never have asked the question, what would happen if I didn't do it? Well, think about how you're feeling right now if you're in that place. Do you want to feel like that for the next 50 or 60 years? I don't. Oh, no. And then once you do that, once you have that conversation with yourself, and it might be more than one, let's be real, y'all, because I still have that conversation in the mirror with myself. Then you find some people or a person that you can trust and you talk about it. Maybe you find a coach. Maybe you find a mentor. Maybe you have someone personally in your life, a best friend, a partner, whatever it is, and you talk to them about it and then let them, you know, tell you how they're feeling. Because a lot of times for me, when I share things, when I'm really open up and I'm really vulnerable with people and they let me know that they've felt the same way or they understand because they've dealt with something similar, it doesn't fix the problem, but it does give some power in numbers. I feel a little bit better that someone else has dealt with this and that I'm not insane, that I'm not the only weird oddball out there that's feeling this way 
And it helps to know that other people feel that way as too. Absolutely. Validation. I mean, you know, you can say whatever you want because I get it. You can't compare yourself and all the things, but also just to have that little bit of validation can sometimes mean a whole, whole lot. The next thing, and this is not something that I've actually gotten to right now in this part of my current reevaluation period, but I'm getting there, is to just write down the new vision, write down the updated purpose, write down the new mission, get all those things on paper, and then actually use some time, spend some time to reflect on how does this compare and contrast to the old vision? What am I really changing here? Or is it all the same? Like, did I fall off somehow? And maybe it's all the same and I just got to get back on track and nothing's changed. I doubt that's the case. But even if it were, at least you'd know that. Mm-hmm. At least you'd have a, a place to go from there. You'd understand where you're really, where your where your heart truly lies. I think that that for me is definitely the next step is just getting that all down on paper so I can really truly see where I'm going. Because it's, in, in your brain is one thing, but I think putting it on paper makes it even more real. And just to that point, I think I'll actually probably handwrite it just because for me, the more I can see it, feel it, touch it, it becomes that much more of a thing that I can hold dear to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's something I'll be working on too. But I think important too, just to keep in line with what we're talking about, like we're going to do that separately. Then oh, later, yeah, yeah, yeah. then later we're going to come together. But then you don't have an influence on what I'm coming up with and I don't have an influence on what you're coming up with. And we come together, they might look a little bit different. And it's even more important too to have that for yourself individually, but then have it for yourself and your partner. Have it for you as a couple. Have it for your company if you have a company. Have it for each step along the way. And you'll find there are going to be some decent similarities throughout, but there might be a little bit of differences because we show up to different things different ways. And that's perfectly fine. And you might find that by writing down, maybe you're like, I didn't have an old vision. I don't know what it was. But you might find that you actually did have a decent vision and maybe it just needs a little bit of few tweaks. Like it doesn't even need to be a crazy thing. And just the act of doing it is going to educate you to a place where you're going to have the awareness to make better decisions moving forward. And that's really ultimately what we want at the end of this. Yeah, I love that you said that because ultimately for me, when I'm done with that, the goal is going to be to see, does this now more closely align with what I believe that my updated purpose is, right? Like, does does the things... Do the things that I'm going for make sense for what I've said that my vision is, my purpose is, my mission is? Do I do my values now make sense a little bit better than they used to? All of these things, are they now in an orbit? Do they now align? Are they more clear to me? Do I understand where I'm going? Because if I don't do that, I'm just going to stay in this perpetual, I don't know, I don't really care kind of feeling. And if I update those, if I move towards living in alignment with all of that, then I'm going to get back to a place very quickly where I understand the reasons why, where I know where I'm going, where I have a very clear roadmap and I am on board and I feel energized and I feel good again about the direction that not only I'm going personally, but the direction of our company, the direction of our relationship, the direction of our family, all of those things. Because each of these things has its own little part of the puzzle. Like it's not just going to be one thing. Each part of your life can have this because there are so many different facets to our lives that just each need their own attention. And I think that's really important to kind of understand that you can re-update this all the time. You can update parts of this all the time, but you are more than just whatever you think you are. You are more than just an employee. You are more than just a wife. You are more than just a husband. You're more than just whatever the main thing that you think you are is. And you work in this funny little 
like brain thing. You work in this funny little assumption that you're just who you are in one little spot, but you are a big, huge, complicated puzzle. So take all of those parts and really dig into all of those parts of you and make something beautiful. Mm. Yeah, amazing. Ultimately, you know, you want your vision and your purpose to be the stepping stones to get to your vision. So if you have your mission in place, you have the purpose for why you're doing it, you're, it's going to be so much easier to step up and get to the place where you're heading down the road to your vision. And like you just said, that is your roadmap for what you're trying to do. And I want to leave you all with this. While you're doing this journey, while you're unpacking these things, you always have to remember that it's okay to shift your focus at any time in your life. Maybe you've lived this way for 50 years. Maybe you've lived this way for 20 years. You don't have to continue down that path just because that's the way it's always been. Your life is fluid. The people coming in and out of it are fluid. The environment is constantly changing. The seasons are changing, which means you are constantly changing. It is okay to make a change, change your life, make the decision today, and move forward. Hey, B, what did you think of that episode? I think it was pretty dang good. Well, what should someone do if they enjoyed these last 30 minutes? They should probably head over and leave us a review so we can reach more people. They definitely should. Guys, if you like the Fools in Love podcast, please go follow us over on Instagram at Fools in Love podcast. We'd love to connect with you and learn more about what you'd like to hear. 